Welcome to the Asking for Myself podcast with Dr. Crystal Benjamin. Now, you've probably seen the asking for a friend phrase, and that phrase usually would be shown after a sarcastic or an embarrassing comment. Well, in this space, for this podcast, there are no embarrassing questions. So you get to ask those candid questions about life and relationships. Hi, Cheyenne. Thank you so much for joining us on this podcast, the Asking for Myself podcast with Dr. Crystal Benjamin. You know, I'm reading your bio and I'm just so inspired, so excited. And I just know that great things are coming from you this year. And we've seen so much great things coming from you in the years past. Like you are the founder of Pixie Cut and Caribbean Aesthetics. You have a book that you're working on right now and I just love the title single and ready to entrepreneur so you are just a ball of fire like a force to be reckoned with and so thank you so much for agreeing to be on this podcast and thank you so much for being here oh good morning Dr. Benjamin and you are most welcome it's my pleasure to be a part of this and I'm super excited to get this interview going so I definitely look forward to that yes yeah awesome awesome so we're going to talk about a topic that can Mm -hmm. be quite difficult to talk about right and I admire your bravery we're going to talk about being divorced so we know that you're divorced or you you experienced a divorce and how long ago was that Well, I have been separated from my now ex-husband for two years, and our divorce was only final seven months ago. Right. Yeah. Because it takes a while for the whole process to go through. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. And what do you think was the most difficult part about the whole divorce process? I would say um, trying to get over the hurt. The hurt was the most difficult thing about the divorce. Um, you know, not that either of us did anything to each other during the relationship or anything like that. But right. because you made up your mind to commit to this person for a lifetime. And now that it yeah. doesn't work according, you know, the hurt is there regardless. So right. that I would say was the most difficult thing still is <laughs> to get over. Yeah, yeah. So even though there was no, you know, major quote-unquote challenge just the mm-hmm. whole shift in mindset from hey we're doing this together forever and then now it's like nah that's it yeah that's yeah it. wow wow do you find that that experience that whole separation and divorce experience does that affect your view on dating your dating life currently it has actually, and I would be honest with you, like just after our separation, um, I got yeah. in a relationship with someone, but yeah. only for the purpose to get over that hurt. I wanted to forget about him. You know, I wanted to yeah. move on and stuff like that. And in that process, it caused hurt to another person. So it has been difficult. Uh, yes, it has been difficult um, moving on from it. I still feel as though I do love him and I believe I still do. So um, at the moment I'm currently single and, you know, I mean, I am open to dating, but um, 
I'm a bit skeptical. I still have my guard up, my walls are up still. So, you know, that's a bit of a challenge where dating is concerned. But I am open to the idea because I'm young. So, and mm-hmm. I would like to meet somebody else and stuff like that. So I am open to the, um, to the option. I guess the person just needs to be understanding and open-minded. <laughs> ah, good. So tell us more about that. Like what type of, when you say understanding and open-minded, what should they be mindful of if they're in a relationship with someone who experienced something like that, a divorce? All right. Well, when it comes to, um, well, from my experience with divorce, one thing, um, and having a child as well, one thing I would say that they need to be open-minded about is, you know, accepting that it's not just me. So, you know, right. where, where I have my daughter and stuff like that, my time would be limited. You know, I may not be able to, you know, date or go out with you as much as possible and stuff like that. Yeah. That's one aspect. And the other aspect is where my, you know, where my guard is up, basically. You know, you just need to be understanding that, okay, you know, this person, you know, she was married before and... Mm-hmm you know, it may be a bit difficult for her transitioning and, you know, opening up to somebody new, opening up to somebody else, you know, mm-hmm. you know, I may have, you know, I, these, this idea that I may be hurt again. So, you know, I just need to be open-minded uh-huh. about that. So, And in essence, kind of take things slow in terms mm-hmm. of not necessarily wanting to commit to a long-term thing just yet. Do you right. Do you- Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Okay. Got it. Got it. Got it. So what are some of the things that you did not want to hear from people while you were going through your divorce? <laughs> That's a funny one because strangely, <laughs> um, what honestly, what pissed me off was uh-huh. like the fact that they were telling me, all right, you know, you are married, you have a child apart from asking for maintenance for your daughter, you need to ask for maintenance for yourself. Honestly, uh-huh. I just... I just wanted them to see about his child and that's it. And they, you know, they were down on my back, you know, take for yourself, take for yourself. And, and oh. I, yeah, that. <laughs> so people were advising you, listen, you're coming out of this, get as much as you could. That's it. Yeah. But that's not oh. my nature. So, you know, it was a bit difficult, you know, hearing that and then trying to, you know, deal with him and the divorce and stuff. It was a bit overwhelming. <laughs> right, right. Anything else that people said that was probably, because that one is kind of tough to deal with, of course, because you're trying to manage, you, you weren't with him for the money, essentially. Exactly, exactly. And so, so that advice might not be the best. Anything else that just rubbed you the wrong way? Ah, yeah. Um, well, I told you it wasn't going to work out. <laughs> people told you that yes yes oh my goodness (laughs) (sighs) that was that was that was a bit emotional because I mean you know when you meet somebody you fall in love with them the last thing you want to hear is people telling you that you know it's not going to work (laughs) right right and is it are these the same people who in in fact were telling you before that you probably shouldn't get married and that kind of yes correct (laughs) wow yeah, that's kind of tough. Yeah, Did they have? Does. Do you feel like they had good reason for saying that? It, 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 was it like founded? Like, hey, you're probably too young, that kind of thing, or they just was like, nah, they do it. Yeah, they had good reason actually. There was oh, okay. yeah, there were some signs in the beginning, um, before we got engaged, while we were oh. and stuff like that. And you know, you're, you're young, you're blinded by love, so you're used to. <laughs> You know, yeah. you know, you still you still go into it regardless. Right, <laughs> so right. So even though, mm-hmm. sorry, say, what were you saying? 
Oh no, I was just going to say that, you know, there were signs, there were signs in the beginning and stuff like that, but I look past that, you know? <laughs> ah, okay, okay, okay. But even still, even though there were signs with Danny went through, it was still difficult to hear, hey, I'm right, you shouldn't have done this in the first place. Mm-hmm. It was, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was tough. Um, anything else that people should be mindful of? you know, that we shouldn't say to someone who is being divorced or who's going through a divorce? Um, let me see. What else did I, did I experience during that time? Um, I, think, I think that was, those were the two. Those um, were the two. The two major things, yeah. Right. That, yeah. <laughs> now, I have a follow-up question, and of course, you could go as far and as deep as you feel comfortable. Sure. Um, what are some of the red flags that we should be mindful of, and how do you know that, that they are, in fact, red flags and that you're not having cold feet? I think people who are getting married or thinking about marriage, that's something that they often have questions about. It. You know, what's the difference between a red flag and I'm just getting cold feet and, and that kind of thing? Ah, definitely, definitely. That's a perfect round. That's a great question, actually, because I had a lot of red flags as much as I did with um, cold feet. Ah. Um, (laughs) I say this because um, one of the things that I didn't notice, you know, my mom, she would mention to me, you'll get premarital counseling and stuff like that before, you know, Mm -hmm. getting, you know, getting to the, getting down to the real nitty gritty of it. Right. um, I remember when I spoke to him about the premarital counseling, you know, we had an argument over it. And Mm -hmm. that's the main reason we had that argument was because we were unequally yoked. (laughs) So, um, where, I mean, he does believe in God, however, you know, and this has nothing to do with religion, but where his level of understanding with God and my level of understanding with God, we were on two different um, pages. So right. It was, yeah, definitely premarital counseling. That was one of the um the challenges, one of the red flags actually, not challenges, one of the red flags mm-hmm. that I should have paid attention to. Yes. But I didn't. <laughs> right. Yeah, no, I want to underscore that and I want to put a plug in there for premarital counseling, education, and anything like that. I really recommend people do it. And it is not only about the information that you gain, because that is important as well, and mm-hmm. cannot you know diminish that. Part of it is also you know, are you willing to do stuff to work on the relationship? It's also mm-hmm. a mindset thing. So if we're struggling with you know, even before we get issues, trying to get as much information as we could to make sure our marriage works, then yeah, that could be something that. Yeah. Definitely. want to be looking at yeah so I'm happy that you were able to share that as well from your own experience so that people would know that there is merit in this mm-hmm. and Definitely. about the information you get and also knowing that marriage is tough and there, you would need to access help even in the marriage and mm-hmm. so you know how motivated are both parties to be able to get something like that done. So awesome. Thanks for that. Definitely. Any other red flags you want to share with us? Because I'm, I'm loving that this is just real. Right. That's exactly it. Yes. Sure. Um, there is another red flag I did um, experience in my, well, before my marriage, and that was communication. We, yeah. um, he was the type of person that, you know, it was a bit difficult to talk to him because you always had to 
figure out, okay, how am I going to say this? How am I going to ask this? You know, you were right. always a bit like you're walking on eggshells kind of way if you need to right. stuff like that. So mm-hmm. um, communication, communication, communication. That's definitely something that you need to pay attention to. If you kind of talk to your partner, there would mm-hmm. always be, there would be problems. There would be problems. And I think that's, um, that's definitely one of the reasons why our marriage didn't work because we didn't have that communication. We didn't have that understanding. So, mm-hmm. you know, establish that from the get-go and things should be, communication is key. <laughs> yes, exactly. So, mm-hmm. That's how you build trust because as you said, if you don't feel comfortable talking with your partner, essentially it's that you don't trust that if I come to you and be vulnerable, that you're mm-hmm. going to accept me as I am. You're probably going to get angry or just dismiss what I have to say. Mm-hmm. Type of thing, so that's that's awesome information. Mm-hmm. So, listeners, listen up because, especially with last week, we talked about you know that long distance relationship and surviving that. And their main point was that ah. communicate and talk with each other, even though they were far apart. So, I'm seeing mm-hmm. a trend here for sure. Yeah. Um, so we talked about the things that weren't helpful while you're going through. The, the divorce, but what things helped you? What were you grateful for um, in terms of what people said or what people did or what you probably did during the divorce? You know, what I am, um, what I always, what I told myself after because there was a period of time, I think for the first year after our separation, I was a mess. Yeah. <laughs> I got myself out of that. Um, one, firstly, um, thanks to my mom, you know, encouraging me, get back to church, get back to God and stuff like that, you know. And mm-hmm. the comfort was there, the support was there from her and stuff like that. And apart from that, you know, accepting that that's the end of it. There is there's no more accepting that is a hard reality to accept. But accepting mm-hmm. that made it a lot easier for me to move on and not just move on to somebody else, but move on for me. For me and for yes. my daughter and stuff like that. You know, I understood yes. from the get-go that because we got married in a courthouse, God was not in the picture. And, you mm-hmm. know, a marriage like that, you know, I wanted my marriage to be ordained by God first to begin with. So, mm-hmm. you know, everything has its reason for happening and stuff like that. It was an experience learned. And, you know, just to accept and move on was, you know, made it a lot easier for me. Made it mm-hmm. a lot easier. Yes, acceptance. And we talk about that in therapy as well, mm-hmm. being able to accept and hold what is, even though it's difficult. And how, when you're able to accept it and face it, then you can get the resources needed to be able to move mm-hmm. forward. Mm-hmm. So you have accepted that, hey, I made this decision and it didn't work out the way that I expected it to. Now I'm trying to move on for myself, as you said, and your daughter, not necessarily moving on to another person. Mm-hmm. And so what resources I need to, to be able to do that? I've, I've seen that you're doing your business. You're really empowering others. And perhaps that's one of your ways. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Yes. I try to yes. engage myself in a lot of positive stuff. You know, I try to network. I try to find myself in groups where, you know, mm-hmm. we encourage each other. We motivate each other. And that's actually one of the reasons why I started the Mompreneurs Group. It's for single mm-hmm. Mothers, I started with the intention for single mothers like myself, you know, to right. because it, it, it's it's tough transition and it's it's a tough transition. So you know, I mm-hmm. want to be able to, you know, give advice where I can to somebody that may be in a situation that I was in a few weeks or a few months or a year ago. So, right. You know, yeah. <laughs> Tell us more about your group. How we can find you? 
that kind of thing. Because I, I think we should spread the word about this group. I think it's amazing what you're doing. So tell us more about it and how we could find you. Sure, no problem, no problem. It's um, it's on Instagram. So far, it's only on Instagram. And I have a mm-hmm. WhatsApp group as well. Um, the Instagram name is Trinbago Mompreneurs. And... Mm-hmm. Um, the well once you follow me on instagram and stuff like that via the group or whatever you can request you know to join the whatsapp group and i'll send you the direct link to join our whatsapp group um so far i have 20 mothers in the whatsapp group and they are are amazing people they are amazing people we you know we'll ask questions we'll give advice we are currently planning you know a brunch where all of us come together with our kids and just you know have a fun time just get acquainted with each other and stuff like that Mm -hmm. so that's definitely um something I'm also looking forward to. Songs fun. Songs so fun. Oh my goodness. So as we look to wrap up, you know, what advice do you have for someone who is considering divorce? So they're married and you know they're thinking about taking that next step to ending the relationship. Ah oh boy. Um <laughs> my advice definitely would be even though you know. God wasn't involved in the beginning or there wasn't any premarital counseling or stuff like that, I would still definitely suggest the counseling, counseling, mm-hmm. counseling, counseling. It's, um, it really is important, you know, to have someone there that isn't going to be biased or that isn't mm-hmm. going to pick a side, you know, because I mean, right. you want both parties to feel comfortable knowing that, all right, well, he's, she's not picking up for him or he's not picking, mm-hmm. not picking up for her and stuff like that. So, um, I would definitely say before the marriage is completely out the door, just consider that counseling again, you know, try to make it work, try to, before just, you know, ending it all together. Right, right, exactly. Thank you so much for that. So even though it's a tough time, and of course we're talking in the context that doesn't include stuff like extreme um, abuse, right? Right physical abuse, not in that context, but in the context of perhaps, you know, you two just aren't seeing eye to eye or you're mm-hmm. arguing a lot or you're not communicating as well. In that context, counsel- there's merit in being able to access counseling and, and seek, seek out to try to make it work. Wow. Nice. And by the way, I did not, listeners, I did not tell her that she needs to promote counseling. Ah. <laughs> so let me just put that out there. Because, <laughs> you know, that is my area, but it, this is just real time. Yeah, that's it. Story. Right. Um, I, didn't, yeah. I didn't understand the, the importance of counseling before, but I do now because I see that it's actually necessary. So yeah. you know, I, I was always one, even with my simple childhood issues that I may have had before, you know, everybody mm-hmm. would recommend, you know, seek counseling and stuff like that. And it was just never my thing. But, you know, as I've been through that experience, as I've gotten a lot older, you know, as I've, you know, engaged in a lot of new things like reading, I mean, knowledge is so important and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And, you know, getting a relationship with God, getting, you know, closer to him, it opens your eyes to a lot of things and counseling. It is so, so important. Yes, yes. Wow. Thank you so much for all that knowledge and all that real-time information and experience you shared. Anything that you would like to state that I didn't ask you about? Any closing comments? Um, The only thing I would like to ask of you, though, is that, you know... (laughs) For the mompreneurs group, I would uh-huh. definitely, um, you know, love to have you on board for that as well. You know, because there have oh. been a lot of the mothers in the group that would ask, you know, certain things that 
I myself may not be able to assist with, but I would like to pass them along to somebody that can. So yes, yes, I would love to <laughs> assist in any way that I could. Anything that's positive, that's about the family life. Um, I I am, I am in. So we will definitely be in touch about that. Sounds perfect. Sounds so many great things. I just love what you're doing because we all need support. We should. We sometimes think that we're in this alone and that we, you know, we're mm-hmm. the only person struggling through this, but there are other people experiencing it too. And That's together, it. we could come together, support each other, brainstorm, create new ideas and, and that kind of thing. So That's definitely it. it. That's it. <laughs> so thanks again for being here. I will leave in the description your um instagram handle so persons who are interested mothers who are interested in being part of this group they could definitely reach out to you and um, definitely yes so take care and thank you so much most welcome and thank you for having me it was a pleasure (laughs) of course That brings us to the end of another episode of Asking for Myself with Dr. Crystal Benjamin. Hey, thank you for listening and we would love to hear from you. So on your way out, please leave us a comment. Cheers.